In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Bishalach, we learn about Shabbos. Now the truth is that Shabbos is really one of the Aseris Hadibris, one of the Ten Commandments, um, that's really given in next week's Parsha, the Parsha of Yisrael. But nevertheless, even before the Ten Commandments were given at Mount Sinai, at Har Sinai, the Jewish people had already received the mitzvah and the laws of Shabbos earlier, as the Pasuk says in this week's Parsha, that after they left the Yamsuf, after experiencing the great miracle of Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the sea and singing the Shira, singing the song of praise to Hashem. So then they traveled, their next stop was in a place called Mora, and there it says Hashem told them laws, Chayko Mishpat, Hashem told them laws and statutes, and Rashi tells us from the Gemara that one of the laws that they learned there was the Halachas of Shabbos, the laws relating to Shabbos. A little later in this week's Parsha, also uh, well before coming to Sinai for the giving of Torah, Hashem gives us the man, the heavenly food that fell from heaven. And there he says that on Shabbos, they shouldn't walk outside of their camp in order to collect the man. And that's why on Friday, an extra portion fell for them. So then on Shabbos, you shouldn't walk outside of your camp. And from here we learn a unique halacha, a unique law of Shabbos, which is called Techum Shabbos, which literally means the boundaries of Shabbos. And that is that there are halachic boundaries out of which a person is not allowed to walk on Shabbos. So if you're inside a city, you're fine, but outside of the city, so more than 2,000 cubits, which is some 3,000 feet or so, um, one is not allowed to walk. So we learned the laws of Tchum Shabbos, the boundaries of Shabbos, as well in this week's Parsha. So I want to give a short idea about these two basic tenets of Shabbos. The general malachas, the general prohibitions of the various forms of work, mundane activities, which primarily are 39 malachas, 39 basic mundane activities that one is not allowed to do on Shabbos. And then we have Tuchum Shabbos, the concept of the boundaries out of which one is not allowed to walk or journey on Shabbos. And what's the deeper meaning and implication of these laws of Shabbos? So Shabbos, of course is a day of holiness, represents holiness in our life. Um, as Jews, we're made up of a body and soul. Our soul is a part of Hashem and is holy. And that's the that represents the holiness of our life and the holiness of our day. And then we have, we're also human beings, and we're in a world. Um, and therefore we have the mundane that we're meant to be involved with as well. And Shabbos is a day of focusing on the holiness and focusing and remembering that ultimately we're a holy people. And ultimately, here we're here for holy and divine reasons and purposes. Um, and therefore, Shabbos represents making that separation between the mundane and holy in order to focus on the holiness. So understanding that, um, and then taking a look at these two types, types of ideas, one is the prohibitions of doing various work on Shabbos, various mundane activity, and one is not to go out of the boundaries of Shabbos. What are these two types of mitzvahs represent and what's their deeper message to us. So, doing mundane activity on Shabbos is called, in Hebrew, mechalil Shabbos, which is to desecrate the Shabbos. And the basic idea being is that there are certain parts of us that are holy, meant to be holy, meant to remain holy and not be desecrated. What does that mean? What does that mean? So perhaps a story, um, there was a Rebbe, and the Rebbe saw that one of his Hasidim followers, disciples, 
um, was becoming too engrossed in their making a living. Um, he saw that the, this, uh, this particular follower was so involved in his making a living that that really captured his mind and his heart. That's the only thing he thought about. And the Rebbe felt that this chassid was taking it too far. Of course, one has to make a living and therefore one has to be involved in whatever they're doing. And yet, one has to recognize that that's not the essence of who one is. One has to leave place in their, high, their mind, in their heart, for, the, for that which is holy, for that which is higher, for that which is directly connected to Hashem, and not be totally uh, submerged and involved in the mundane. And the Rebbe called the Chassidin, and this particular Chassid's uh, livelihood, his job, was making uh, boots or galoshes. And the Rebbe said, he says, I've seen feet in galoshes, but a head shouldn't be in galoshes. A head shouldn't be in the boots. And the message was a powerful one. The Pasuk says in Tehillim, Yegia kapecha kisoichal, that by the toil of your hands you should eat. And Chassidus teaches that it says the toil of your hands, because even when we work, and even when we work hard and we get involved in it, we should always recognize that that should remain somewhat external. Our mind and our heart, the deepest and most innermost parts of us, should remain pure, should remain holy, should never become so involved and so submerged that they become part of the mundane activity that we're doing. And therefore, that's the deeper concept of not desecrating the Shabbos. We have the parts of us that are holy, that are meant to remain holy and not be desecrated. So although not desecrating the Shabbos is only on Shabbos, but in a broader term, it means throughout the week, there is, we always have to remember the part of us and the deepest, innermost parts of ourselves that have to remain holy and should not be desecrated by the mundane that yes, we are involved with and yet should remain more external. So all of that is part one about not desecrating the Shabbos. But then there's part two. Part two is the second mitzvah, which is on Shabbos, there's a boundary. And one doesn't go out of that boundary on Shabbos. What does that mean? And here we have an opposite sort of idea. And that is on Shabbos, we're holy and we have the holiness of Shabbos surrounding us. And we don't want to take that holiness outside of the boundaries of holiness we're meant to stay there and not venture outward. So whereas the first idea was not to desecrate the Shabbos by bringing the unholy into Shabbos, bringing the mundane into the holy, that would be the desecration of Shabbos. Here we have the opposite, which is don't bring the holiness outside of where it belongs. Don't bring the holiness outside of its boundaries. And what does that mean on a broader level, on a general um, level and lesson? And here the idea is, when a person is involved in holiness, a person is praying, a person is davening, a person is learning Torah. At that time, one should be fully engrossed and involved and not venture outside. When a person is, is davening, when a person is praying and also um, is also on their cell phone or whatever it is that they're also involved in something else, that's inappropriate. Because now is my time of holiness. If it's my time of holiness, I shouldn't be venturing outside of my holiness. The Rebbe said that when a person studies Torah, a person should have a set time to study Torah at, at, at every day if possible. And a person 
studies the Torah, at that time, says the rabbi, put away the phone. And this was even before cell phones. He says, that time is for you like Shabbos. Don't go outside. Don't venture outward. And this then are the two messages. Message A is, don't desecrate the Shabbos. Meaning, don't bring mundane into places of holiness. Don't defile the holiness of ourselves by bringing the mundane in. And message number two is when I am involved in holiness, don't go out, don't venture outside then. When one is involved in an act, in a mitzvah, in Torah study, in tefillah, and prayer, that's a time not to venture outward. And by having these boundaries in place, the boundaries of Shabbos in place, the boundaries of our holiness in place, then indeed when we are involved in the mundane in the proper way, not only does it not desecrate, not only does it not defile in any way the holiness that we have within ourselves, but to the contrary, the holiness that we have within ourselves is able to spill over outward and is able to permeate and bring holiness into the entire world around us ourselves. Have a wonderful Shabbos.